Well, you know, each week we preview a game of footy with a former player from both clubs. Today, it's a man that played for the Broncos and the Dragons. No, it's not Chris Johns. It is a man that debuted for the Bronx against Cronulla round 10, 2008. 260 games for Brisbane, 41 for the Dragons, four matches for Queensland. I'll speak of the great Andrew McCulloch is on the line right now. Morning, Macca. Morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. I'm uh, probably a little bit more less controversial than Johnsy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Are you uh, in the inner sanctum of the Brisbane Old Boys Club or what? No, no, I haven't got that yet. I've still got my foot in the St. George um, locker room as well, mate. So I'm sort of I kept at bay for another couple of years and then we'll, we'll see what happens. This is going to be a belter of a game tonight. Brisbane looked really impressive in their opening two rounds, even more so last week with the return of Reese Walsh. But the other thing too, Andrew, so many people before a ball that even been kicked in anger were death riding the Dragons and they were fantastic last week against the Titans in their season opener. Yeah, they certainly were. I think, um, you know, started the game pretty poorly, obviously 12-2 behind. And, you know, that probably comes back to having that, that buy at the worst time of the year, that's the first round. So they did roll to fight back into that game. It sets up for a good game and a good challenge for, you know, not just the, the Dragons, but the Broncos to keep you know, on their consistency and marching through through the next couple of weeks. As a former Dragons number nine, Andrew, uh, we saw Moses Embi start the game there, but I thought Jacob Little was awesome when he came on. Yeah, he was, mate. He, just, he kept his job nice and simple, and he, he backed up nicely there where Tyrell, Tyrell sort of made that gap. But you can sort of see why you know, Anthony's you know, put Moses in there to the start of that game, that 20 minutes, just take the... This thing out of the game, and you know, Jacob's got a good running game, and the game sort of opened up for him to come on at that right time. So it looks like they're going to be going with that sort of balance, certainly to begin with, anyway. Have you been working hand in hand with Jacob Little, Andrew? No, I haven't, mate. I'm based in Brisbane now, so I, I sort of got the two different roles, but more, I'm not really directly involved with the coaching side of things within first grade for both sides, but I certainly keep a keen eye on there. It's good to see, you know, the Billy Walters as well from the Broncos and Corey Pakes has sort of got that same sort of impact where Billy's doing a lot of defence and Corey's coming on running. So, it's um, yeah, it's good to see from both teams. I was really happy with Tyrell Sloan's performance. You know, a lot of people quick to can him after an unhappy outing in in that charity shield game against Souths. But, you know, to his credit, you know, Hook backed him in and said, you're my number one. He was great. Uh, tell us, I mean, you, you played with him last year, Sloan. I mean, what, what's the ceiling on, on his potential? Yeah, well, there is none at, at this stage. It's up to, you know, Sloaney himself to, you know, train hard, you know, become that regular first grader. He's had a bit of a you know, up rocky start to his NRL career, but that just builds character. Life lessons for himself as a young man coming in, it's not easy straight away. There's going to be some hard times. So it's going to be up to him to, to sort of lean back on those hard times and realise the opportunity that he's got in front of him, that what he needs to take with both, both hands at the moment. So... He just needs to keep running the ball, keep it simple, but you know, do all the little things in the game that go unnoticed by the crowd and it's something that it pleases the rest of his teammates. We saw Reese Walsh's debut for the Broncos uh, last weekend against the Cowboys. He was amazing in that game. Uh, with Kalen Ponga under a cloud now, he almost looks like he might be the number one option for the origin side. Yeah, well, yeah, well Reese was there, I think, last year, the year before, sorry, and he, when he, he had a bit of a hamstring and missed out on that opportunity. But, yeah, I just don't want to put too much pressure on the kid. It, it's hard enough playing 
that position in Brisbane, let alone putting expectations, brains and all that sort of thing. He started to look here really well. A lot can happen. So it's just good to see him smile and playing with a lot of confidence. He's got a couple other young blokes within that team that are on the same sort of path as him. As, I think Ezra Mann's really helped him. And you got older head and Adam Reynolds who sort of steadies the ship. So it's exciting. I just hate pumping kids up and putting too much pressure on them. I just want to enjoy their footy and the rest takes care of itself. You're in Brisbane at the moment. What's the buzz around the Bronx? You know, they're making people stand up and take notice. Uh, at the In this form, I mean, people saying, will they make the top eight? I mean, in this form, they're, they're top four bound. Yeah, well, I think, you know, certainly, Saudi, it's great for their confidence after, I think, dropping off last year. I think that was so disappointing for them in, in the sense they set a year up, you know, so well, and they're sort of nosedived towards the back end there. You know, miss the eight completely, whereas they were sitting in that top four for so long, and a lot of hard work went into that year, so they've obviously hopefully learned from those lessons. It's, like I said, early days, but it's just great to get that confidence back after that sort of nosedive last year. And Kevin responded, you know, letting them know that it's a long year, so they need to keep that consistency and keep performing. We are talking uh, earlier in the show, uh, Andrew, before we revealed who our special guest was today about who players would identify as uh, once they played for two teams. I played for a couple of different junior rugby league teams and Paul Macquarie Sharks and Breakers, and I identify as a shark. Do you have uh, a specific team that you identify with? Do you, do you call yourself a Bronco or a Dragon? <laughs> uh, mate, no, I'm, I'm mutual on the fence. Oh, come on. <laughs> Deep down, say, t- tonight, 7.35pm, secretly, you're a you know, it's 18 all going to Golden Point. Who are you hoping kicks the field goal, Reno or Benny Hunt? Benny, I will probably knock one out. I'm just, I'm walking home a winner either way. I'm not sure. It's, it's been a good, it'd be a really good challenge for the, the the Dragons to see where they're at. Obviously, against the team is going so well, but oh, I can't go past me, mate. Benny out, kicking one surely. Yeah, he's getting better with age, isn't he? Hey, what about the Dolphins? How much have they impressed you this season? Yeah. The, never impressed me. I don't think surprised me in a sense. I just think they're always going to be that consistent, you know, team the way the players and the type of players that they bought there just to get the job done and regardless of who they're playing against, you always thought they were going to play tough play competitive and just be that, probably I guess in a sense that annoying team where they think teams just come in and roll them when they you know, we wherever they're playing and they just sort of hang around and are hard to beat and that's obviously what Wayne's trying to instill in that team is keep competing it doesn't matter who's in your team and play for your teammates regardless of um, you know your talent or speed or power it's all about playing for one another working for each other and yeah they're certainly doing that at the moment and it's great for the competition and no doubt the the broadcasters will be hoping Brisbane win tonight so next week sets up a great showdown with the Broncos a new rule with regards to concussions too, Mac, a mandatory 11-day stand-down policy. You would have had a few head knocks in your time. Uh, this is common sense by the NRL? Yeah, I think so. I think the way the new modern game's going, the way you know you can see the impact it has on you know players, not just 10 years, but 20 years' time, you've got some pretty horrific sort of cases of that happening even this year. So the steps they need to take, I think, is great and it's what we need within the game. They might start with 11 days. It might it might change, but you just got to have to set a bit of a precedent there. And it's it's no one's fault, but you got to look after the players because 
end of the day, the players are built where they they'll want to get back out there and help their teammates. That's just the way they're they're made up. So to take that out of their hands and to give it to you know the the, the body and government of the NRL to say, look, you're not playing for two weeks. I think it's a, a good move and can only help people later on down the track, 10, 20, 30 years time. Just a quick question, Andrew, on the uh, bargaining agreement with between the the players and the NRL. Um, there's talk about. Uh, Payments for injuries after after retirement, and that being, you know, is it one yeah. year? Is it three years? Is it five years? You're recently retired. Have you had to have yeah. any surgeries? And where do you sit on on that issue? Yeah, I had I had a clean out on my knee, so that's one. I could uh, I'm still uh, on the fence in regards to a shoulder replacement, or I, they they talk about um, shaving of the bone on my left shoulder that I've had issues with for a few years. So. That's a major op, but if I was to have the shoulder first and the knee, that'd make it quite difficult for me to do things um, in just one year. You know yourself, when you've had an injury, it takes a fair while just to get over the injury, then to get it back to close to 100%. It takes time, and if you've got multiple, I know Andrew Fafita's probably got eight or nine. I don't know how he's going to jam eight or nine into a year, and, and especially if you've got to work and do things like that, if you've got to support your family. So... I think you're probably going to look at, depending on how many years a guy played in there, or you might need to look at if he's played for 10, you give him five or six years, or you know, reward blokes for playing that longevity within the game, and they can maybe look at reasons like that. I just think a year's quite difficult to jam a few in, especially if you've got more than two. Yeah, Fergo just wants his nose fixed, Andrew. Hey, just quickly. That, on a sc- that could be a big operation. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, on a scale of 1 to 10, Andrew McCulloch, how good is it not having to go through pre-season? What, what's, what's 1? Is 1's good or 10? What's, uh... No, 10's good. 10's good, yeah, probably about 11. Yeah, isn't it great? <laughs> isn't it great? Oh, sorry, just one more thing. Talking about expansion potentially to 20 teams, is there an area of Queensland you think that could sustain another footy team? Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough... I definitely don't think... Um, as much as I love the North Sydney Bears, I just don't think it's... I don't know if you can jam another one into Sydney, so that's probably out, I, I think. Uh, South East Queensland might be hard. Yeah, you're looking at probably that Cairns region, maybe, or Pacific Islands. You know, a lot of... I don't know who would live in Port Moresby, no offence, but as a player, Cairns is probably the suitable option there. Maybe if there was something so that they could work out... Port Moresby, Pacific Island sort of competition there, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Hey, let's get a tip off here tonight before we let you go. Uh, the Dragons by six. Dragons by six. Write it wow. down. Uh, yeah, James is loading up on all the bidding ads as we speak. Thank you for your time this morning, <laughs> Andrew. Go well. We'll speak soon. Cheers, boys. Thank you.